0: What's up, pukers? Pukers. You're listening to PukeCast. The show that pukes out the truth to everything you need to know to rise and thrive in the Web3 world. Because it's It's all all about about puking rainbows rainbows and smoking smoking hopium. It's
1: been a rough couple of days we're heading the final mile of the project and like holy shit there's actually so much qc for the art side that the art team is like kind of struggling so i'm like looking for like some junior artists right now freelancers to kind of just come in and quality check stuff
2: yeah definitely when you thought you know web 3 you sleep every day two to three hours is already considered good and when your project is just a few days, you know, even that two, three hours, you can't really afford it.
1: Yeah. Um. And the thing is, like, one of my senior artists, he's going to go on a holiday for, like, I think a week. Because he planned it ages ago when he was still working on his Web2 job. He still is working on his Web2 job, but he's going to leave soon. But it's like, um, you know how you have to, you have to pin in your annual leaves and stuff? So this yeah. is kind of his annual leave that he pinned, with his dad, and like they're going to go. I think they're going to Vietnam or something. Cool, cool. Uh, so I'm, I'm from, I'm from
0: Malaysia
2: myself. So Vietnam is pretty near, and I think it would be a cool place.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe you can drop by and meet the people over in Singapore. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah.
2: Were you yeah. in uh, the FT New York, NYC?
1: Um, me no. Um, I couldn't go. I I told the team beforehand that I wasn't going to go to NFT NYC like. Way before when I launched this project I knew like I probably wasn't gonna make it.
2: Yeah, yeah, really. You know, I all I can do is just scroll on my Twitter and just miss all the fun out there, right? Because I see the party that they throw, even uh the Nanowars team throw a crazy party and everybody have you know like sore throats. So it's, I think
1: it's pretty wild. <laughs> um did you you didn't go, right? Did you go?
2: No, I, I didn't. I didn't go. I, I yeah. wish i I wish I go, but it's always next year, right yeah, so let's just get started. first of all, I have to ask you know I, I've been following the project for quite some time now, and maybe you could explain to me what what is you know bf party all about or why even you you, you find a name like bf what what it stands for
1: um it's this is kind of not say for but it's pretty much um bf is like a lot of games that I like they use the a bf. So it stands for, for Doom, it stands for big fucking gun. And for um, League of Legends, it's big fucking sword. (laughs) So (laughs) it's like brainstorming the idea of a game I felt like would work in the, would work pretty well in the Web3 space, right? Um, I kind of pitched the idea to like the core nano. So kind of just talking it over, seeing how they thought about it, right? And, like, Ray was just like, ah, oh, sounds like you're making Uther party. Why don't you just call it a big fucking party? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's actually not bad. I'll, I'll do that.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, because of the name, you actually did build a big fucking... So much, <laughs> that's the idea. <laughs> the idea,
1: so the idea is that. Your,
2: yeah, there's so much hype around your project. So what do you think is the, like, the main driving factor that, you know, makes your project so hype and become what it is today?
1: Um, Hopefully, it's like the demo game and the art hopefully that's what attracts people right um like i feel many people kind of build like a demo on the announcement of their project right because i had like the demo ready the moment i kind of announced this project as well as i hope like people can see the quality of our 3d art right um hope that can drive some confidence into the people that have worked in this project. Cause honestly, it's not easy creating 8,888 functioning models. Right. Yep. But we've managed to make it work. So hopefully um, people can see like the hard work that we've put in for like six months straight, you know, as yeah. well as um us like, you know, creating a demo. Yeah. To, so- yeah.
2: T- totally because um the, the first thing when i went to your website instead of reading uh you know the the things that is in your website the first thing i go is you know click click the game and start playing it
1: and then yeah cuz learn... like why why read when you can just play it you know like that that's always like cuz that's the that's the entire design philosophy of Be A party right it's like i don't really need to teach people if the game is so easy to play you know
2: yeah yeah so so my, my experience with your project is, is pretty much simple. Just hit hit the game and play and then the, just the first or the second step, I, I lose and then I'm like, come on, man, I'm not going to be so so easily defeated and I just keep playing like three, four times, up to ten times and then I get the hang of it. And then once you, once you, you know, once you understand the game, you play and then you get interest, more interest in the project, then you start reading. So I think like what you said is really a good icebreaker for people to know your project because I, I believe in, in the Web three space, there's there's too many things to read about, and sometimes just playing it, experience it firsthand is better. So,
1: I, I definitely ex- agree there. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. So, ex- explain to me more about you know your vision behind BF Party and what you what you envision it to become.
1: Um, I envision it to become kind of like ah, uh, like the go to community game for not just Web three but Web two as well. Like, I imagine this thing to be as, like, the idea is that it'll be as popular as, like, um, Four Guys or Among Us, you know? Because that's, like, the design I had in mind was that it was going to be just, like, a goofy fun time.
2: Yep, yep, definitely. So... In in the project, or you know, I, I, I used to play a few projects. For example, like Maple Story, Dragonica, and Summoners War. So in in this kind of uh, games that I play, usually you know, in order for you to win, the players like require to spend more. So is that something similar to BF Party, or how how is the game mechanics like?
1: Oh, the game mechanism mechanism is very simple, right? Um, it's pretty much like the NFT it's pretty much just skins, right? It, it's not tied to, like, um, game or So, like, a lot of people worry about, like, um, NFT games being paid to win, right? Um, that's not the case for BF Party. It's purely cosmetic side. So, think, if you play League of Legends, think like having a skin in League of Legends, you know?
2: Yep. I, I, I play more towards, like, mobile games these days. And so, um, for your game, is it, Purely going to be on desktop or mobile?
1: Mm, for, for the game, like... There will be, like, a ton of different game modes, right? Um, So, but for the first game, it's going to be on desktop mostly. Because I don't think it would play well on the phone. So, because, um, like, you have to specifically design games for phones... Purely because, like, it just functions differently. I'm not talking about making it work on the phone system, but like ensuring that it's fun on the flight, like, kind of important. Because the last thing you want is to put out a game, right? And sure, you can make it work on Android or you can make it work on iOS, but it's not fun to play, right? There's a difference between it working and it being fun, you know. So, um, I think I would need to design a few specific games specifically for phones.
2: I see. So in, in terms of beer Party, you are looking at not just one game that people can play but multiple games.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So each,
2: so each time when we play the game, it will be our skin or our NFT that we minted.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Wow. Okay. Cool. So would you say your game is like um similar to something like P2E or how how would it, you know, how would it run?
1: <sighs> um play to earn i would say it's play and earn not play to earn
2: okay so what what would be
1: like what would be the difference
2: uh, the difference
1: that? i think the difference is um play to earn means like the cosmetic not not the cosmetics but like the um the earn function is heavily tied to gameplay right so it's like you need to play you need to play and earn in order for you to can't continue progressing in this game kind of thing, you know? So yes. that's, that's like the key difference to me. Um, but for this game, you don't need to, you don't need to buy anything in order to play this game, essentially. So, um, as I said, like how it works is it's purely skins, right? Cause I do think there is a massive issue with bridging web two and web three. Um, I'm not sure. How your experience has been, but for me personally, whenever I talk to people and I tell them I'm in the NFT space, or or even if I'm in the crypto space, right, they kind of just look at me with and think like I run scams or something, right? So um, for me, I feel like make, making people understand Web three requires the person that you want to integrate into the system to have like a, a interest, right? Because um, I don't think crypto or n f t is something you can just shove down people's throat, right. What I mean by that is you can make all the points and all the strong points and all the great arguments about why n f t s are like amazing, right? But if the person's interest isn't there, he's not going to care. you know so like for me, I would never do a game that the n f t is like a core function of the game, right. What I mean by that is like if you look at Axie Infinity, you need to buy their tokens. You need to buy, you know, the NFTs in order to play the game. I don't think that custom would do very well, you know, because web two just doesn't like web three, right? Like at the end of the day, from what I see in the gaming space, it's just the sentiment is largely negative, you know. Yeah, so kind I- of
2: I I think I I totally agree with you on this. Like for for example, like, since you're talking about XC Infinity, right? I think I I I honestly I I've been uh trying to play play it, but after you play a certain time, it actually loses the function of being fun. So people play it not because of um the game mechanics, but people play it because they want to earn. And I think there's a huge difference between a gamer's mentality whereby they join a game just to earn. So you you, you kind of like, you are working instead of playing a game. And I I think when you say fun element is that you want to put the fun in the game so people play the game first and then the reward is by earning something. So I I think it's it's, it's really a two different kind of concept. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, are you a big gamer yourself?
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm a a massive gamer. I actually met... I'm actually in Web three because I met Ray through gaming.
2: So, so you you guys, uh, which game were you you guys playing?
1: Um, we played League of Legends. I see. So you are a big LL fan. Yeah, <laughs> I I love League, man. League is sick.
2: After After being in the Web three space, do you still have you know have have time to play
1: play the game? I I I will always find time to game because like gaming is just like a, such a core cool function of my life. Right. Like I don't, you know, I'm not interested in life without computer games, to be honest.
2: <laughs> cool. So um, maybe you can talk more about, you know, your background um, before coming to Web3. Web, t- web 3. What were you doing in the Web2?
1: Um, Essentially, my job in because I graduated finance accounting and I've worked on a bunch of different startups as well as like banks. So um, my predominantly most of my job has to do with finance. It's either sales or finance. That's like predominantly. If you break down what I do, that's what I do. Um, so, so I actually, uh, yeah, yeah, I was like thinking of like, um, so trying to think about like the time frame. So I graduated twenty four. I worked around like. I spent two to three years bouncing between different projects, just small projects, like kind of like garage funds and like random startups to kind of like learn. Cause that's, I feel like that's where you learn. You learn in small startups um, and small, small companies. Cause that's where you do. You have like the most responsibility before I jumped into a big bank. And then after that, I went and worked for like a, one of the biggest banks here for like, I think two years. Yeah. And then after that, um, Ray was like, I want to do an NFT. I need people. Um, do you want to hop on board? I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? And we started Nano.
2: Cool. So what what is your, like, you know, is, is Nano your first project?
1: Uh, yeah. Nanoverse is my first project.
2: Well, what was yeah. your biggest takeaway from the whole Nano project? Or what did you learn from it that you can apply it in, you know, BF Party?
1: hmm biggest takeaway um hard to say really <laughs> put me on the spot there something i learned in nano
2: is it you know like the community or the culture that you guys build in nano because you know like like what people say you know um they always talk about utility, but actually the main utility that I feel is always the community because no matter how good your NFT project is, the community must be there to back it, right?
1: I I agree with that. I I always knew the community was important, so I don't feel like that's something I had to learn. Um, If it's one thing, I guess um, even within whatever community, right, there are people that really shine out and um, talking about, like, people that are, like, the biggest fans of your project, kind of, I think uh, you really need to look after these people, I feel like. Um, so, for example, for Nano, right, we have, like, a lot of people that are, they're really, really active, not just in Discord, but they're really, really active in um, Twitter as well, right? And these are the guys that are will come to the real-life events to kind of meet and greet the team kind of thing right i feel like um these are the people that you kind of want to take extra steps and make sure that they're okay you know because like essentially they're like the best representation of what community you have built you know yeah hope that makes sense i'm just trying to (laughs) reiterate my words i hope that makes sense Um, but yeah
2: i i I totally agree with you because like like what you say these are the people i I wouldn't say uh, you know like soldiers but these are the people that would actually understand your vision and the team cannot be 24 7 for, for example in the discord so these are the these are the people that you know when new people come in they will explain about the project. And we need this kind of people, this kind of community, whereby uh, it grows itself. It's like a snowball effect, whereby more people is more invested their time in, for example, in, in Nano. And then new people coming in. And, you know, if they have questions, these are the people that actually can just answer it. And it's always genuine because, you know, if the community can solve the problem by itself, it shows just shows how strong the community is.
1: That's true. That's true. That's a good, that's a great set. I, I completely agree. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, because it is the same thing. For
2: example, uh, previously I launched, I launched my own project and then later on I, I get to know red and then I also joined the kaiju kaiju friends, um, the, the, the core team so it's, it's just as simple as you know we have uh, two two layers so the first layer we say the friend second we have the king of friends so king of friends if you hold like for example the nft more than 10 then you are the king of friends so usually you can see that you know when people are more invested in the project and it, when the king of friends is like slowly getting more and more you know that people actually believe uh, in your long-term value and i think that is that is really
1: important that's a pretty cool system. Um, <laughs> I, I kind of wanted to do something similar to that where like, if people hold more than one NFT, or if they hold two to three NFTs, right, I wanted to like, cut like the top five percent of the holders and kind of like work with them to design cosmetics for the community. That's something yeah. I wanted to do down the line. but obviously I'll need to get like, the game out first before I look into doing that, but yeah, that's like yeah. a really cool idea, but I've always wanted to explore.
2: Yeah, de- definitely. So in your BF party itself, um do you get a lot of uh gamers or what what is the cu- current culture like in in your Discord?
1: Um there's a variety, but one thing that surprised me about the NFT space was um there are a lot of good cooks in the NFT space and there are a lot of people that really enjoy um fitness in the NFT space. That that surprised me. Because, like, for me, um, I'm a complete deejit. I'm, like, on my computer all the time. I'm a lousy cook, and my body is a mess, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So, like, seeing the NFT being, like, a lot of people in the NFT community being, like, the polar opposite of me was kind of, like, um, because I thought we'd all just be deejits, right? But apparently we're not. Like, a lot of them are just, like, they're they're really, um, they have their life together, you know? Yep. Yeah. So like they they're good chefs they t- take care of themselves and they they go regularly to touch grass to exercise to go to the gym you know so that that's one thing that surprised me I think about like my community or just the community in general you know.
2: Uh, so did they ever like motivate you to hit the gym?
1: Oh, dude, it'll take more <laughs> than that, man. <laughs> and currently, I'm like so fucking busy. I wake up, and if I don't have like pending emails or like a ton of messages to go through i kind of just like lay them there and be like oh do i want to wake up today
2: <laughs> definitely because um they, like they say you know in the web 3 space sleeping is a luxury and when <sighs> you wake up you have pending of uh messages dms that you have to go through and even sometimes you miss out couples of dms as well right?
1: I, I dude, I always miss DMs. it's <laughs> it's impossible to like catch them all it's just i don't think it's humanly possible like yeah um if, I if, definitely if, need to look to getting like uh like one or two assistants um that can run kind of like my inbox down the line
2: <laughs> that would make your life pretty 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 much better
3: right
1: yeah it it would um it would just ensure things don't fall through the cracks you know like it would ensure that like I don't miss a single beat and like people wouldn't need to chase me up on things
2: definitely so maybe i can ask you this you know how how is how important is it for having the genesis collection in uh your whole bf party vision
1: um if you just want to play games it's not important at all but um most of the times the two things even though they're separate most of the times if you really enjoy games then you're willing to spend money on that game, right? So um, I'd say if you look at the demo and a multiplayer version of the demo in a much broader scope is something you would like, then definitely the Genesis would be something you would want because um, it pretty much allows you to earn all the cosmetics.
2: Yeah. So is that saying that if I don't have a BF Party NFT, I can still play
1: the game? Exactly, yep. yeah. yeah.
2: So instead of the having the skin I would, we would just get regular character
1: yeah your character would look like um I would say everyone else's character that doesn't have because <laughs> it's the same like you have like one base male model and one base female model and they don't really change unless you kind of like spend money and buy skins
2: bro you you definitely have to make the regular character the Bushido one with the ice coward.
1: Nah, no way. Like the regular <laughs> one's gonna look like shit. Nah, I don't know. The regular one's just gonna look like your basic level one maple story character, to be honest.
2: Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So I I get what you say because in in uh, a game you always want the character to reflect yourself. That is why you know PFP is such a big thing in the web three space. So having having you know even even though it it doesn't uh change the gameplay, but having your own skin, you definitely feel different comparing to have running around and looking the same as other people.
1: Yeah. And it's like, people like, people like um, collecting things, to be honest. Like, and definitely people in the NFT space. So, and if you give them something that they can earn while they play, right, and then this is something they can also kind of resell on OpenSea, then, you know, it's like a win-win for everyone, you know? Like, I get to build the game I enjoy. People get to play a game that hopefully changes the space. Um, and they get to, like, earn a bunch of, like, cosmetics that, like, you know, if they earn duplicates, I assume you would just sell the duplicates, right? Or, like, they could trade it with their friends, you know? Like, be like, hey, you have, like, the the third set of this item I want. Do you, like, want to trade or something? And then, you know, they can set up trades as well. So it's, like, um, this is, like, definitely something you would want if you really enjoy gaming. Yeah,
2: I, I, I get it. Because, um... How how about if, for example, you know, because uh, NFT, they have rarity and things like that, do you, will the higher rarity have additional perks in the game?
1: No, um, rarity is only just purely based on how good it looks, you know. So, like, for example, if we design, like, if we do a collab with, let's say, um, we did a collab with All-Stars, right, and I actually designed 3D models for them, like the clothing, based on um, Mr. Orange. And, um, black, um, so those sets, they're a bit more special. So I think there would be less of them. I would put out less of them for people to earn. So, um, down the line, right? Like if the gangster all-star community becomes even bigger, right? And they kind of like enjoy playing games as well. Then like, I'm sure when they enter the space, they would want to own the gangster all-star collaboration collection, you know?
2: Yep. I, I, I can totally see, you know, because I have friends around me that is playing like, for example, Counter-Strike and, you know, having like additional skin on the guns and things like that, people spend a lot to just have oh, that yeah. additional skin. <laughs> so yep. it's, it's definitely a big thing. Are, are you looking anything like, for example, like a gameplay whereby you have cash shop
1: inside it? Um, No, there's no need for that because you already have an Open C, right? Yep. Yeah,
2: so... So, meaning that, for example, now I have the NFT, am I able to, like, customize my character and things like that?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. So,
2: the customization comes in your own platform itself? Or there's a, yeah. like, you're going to release it, and then, you know, people can mint it again? How How is it going to happen?
1: Um, How it works is you kind of mint clothing, right? And if you own the clothing in your wallet, then you can... Wear that in the game.
2: Okay. Okay. So it's cool. like,
1: let's say, for example, you earn a hat, right, and then you know you okay. own that hat, specific hat, in the wallet. Then you would be able to use that in the game.
2: So, so there will be loot in the game. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So maybe you can uh, run through with me, you know, about your game development. Is there any studio you you guys are working in partner, or is that like how how do you decide on which game studio to to go with?
1: Okay, um, I actually, I'm sure you know the studio because you've talked to me in the past, but um, I actually t- got like an emergency email, I think yesterday night, like God knows how late it was, but um, the studio I was working with in Poland, they updated their terms and conditions for any project that is relating to gambling or NFT, right? And I am like, even though NFT only plays a small portion within the game, and they're not necessarily developing the NFT side of the game, right? The studio. But their updated policy is that they want to stay anonymous purely because they don't control the beginning to the end. So if any gambling project or any NFT project that ends up spamming people, right? Or like, you know, doing dubious things with their tokens, or God knows what it is that people do that... um catch regulators' eyes, they don't want to be held responsible because, like, when... Like, for example, if you run a rug project, right, and you've worked with any company, the moment the founders of that rug project leave, the next point of contact would be all the Web2 partnerships that they have done, right? Yep. Yeah. So, knowing that they want to stay anonymous, so like, I can't really tell you who they are, but I, I would see. say... I can a backbones information. They've been a game studio for seven plus years, and they have developed very high-end games that um, have concurrent users of like 100,000. So they're pretty good at what they do. And um, hopefully the game demo that you play demonstrates that, their ability to kind of like code and design.
2: Yeah, yeah. De- definitely the whole layout, I would say the whole package that you deliver in the NFT space right now is actually top tier, meaning that, you know, from in terms of your character design, in terms of your website, uh, in terms of uh, how the brand just uh, behave in the web three space, it, it really translates to how solid the, the whole project and, you know, month planning. Um, I, I see your, your because I I've been in a few projects as well, and I know you know 3D art usually takes a pretty long time to build. There's so many elements in terms of like, for example, trade, and even um, you know how, how the layering is going to look like. So, how long that, did it take for you guys to you know build up your
1: your your 3D art? Started in January. <laughs> oh, so I like, mean, you, yeah. Started yeah, started in January. Um, we started designing this in January. Uh um, then I guess yeah six months. It would be six months. January till now, yeah. Roughly six months, give or take a few days.
2: But uh earlier beginning uh in the space you said that you are you are just going through all the art. Uh is, is it like uh already ready or are you just like doing double
1: trippers? Um we're doing the first check. So we need to ensure that um when these things are in the game, right? Because they need to they need to not only look good right, statically. Because like, like when you meant it, it's like a 2D image. It's like a rendered 2D image and static, right? And that's how most um, 3D projects works, right? They have a sculpt. But we need to ensure that this thing is customizable and it works in the game. So we're going through all the rendering checks. We're getting them to run. We're getting them to do actions. And we need to cross-check all 8,888 combo- combinations.
2: Yeah, it's it yeah. pretty sick. Because I, I, I can see the elements uh, on, on it, like, you know, are, are you a big anime fan as well?
1: Oh, yeah, bro. Um, <laughs> I'm sure that there are certain designs in there um, that if you're really into anime, you'll be like, damn, that guy kind of looks like, you know, Yeah, and most likely that's the case. I'm like a <laughs> massive anime fan.
2: Do you have any one in your collection?
1: I wouldn't say they're like one of ones because they're customizable, right? So, like, for example, I would say, like, for example, Luffy's straw hat, right? You know? Yep. Yeah. I wouldn't really say that hat is, like, a one-on-one, but it's, like, it's definitely, like, a rare. And the thing is, like, you can sell just, like, the hat. So it's, like, when you meant a collection, you meant all the clothing on top of that kind of thing, you know? So it's kind of, nothing is really, I wouldn't say, like, it's per se, like, a one-on-one, right? But it's, like, you can, certain clothing is hyper-rare. Right.
2: Yeah. So, like, like for example, if I get the straw hat, uh, just say Luffy's hat, right, and then um, you, you say that you know it's fully customizable, and the hat you you have your own marketplace and tokenomics to to sell the hat, or how, how does
1: it work? Oh, it's very simple. I just use the Ethereum blockchain. You just sell it on OpenSea, right?
2: So it will it will be another collection, or you have to sell your entire avatar.
1: Oh, for the for for the Genesis collection, it would you would have to sell your entire avatar. We didn't separate them. But for anything that you earn, right? So, for example, um, you earn the Luffy hat. Then that is like one item. So, like when you play and earn a BF party, you don't earn the entire set. You earn like one clothing out of this set. You know. So we have like twenty five design sheets, and every sheet has four characters, right? So, when you earn something, you're earning one clothing out of one of the sheets is out of one of the characters you know
2: yeah i I think um after talking to you i'm definitely i was bullish, but now I'm definitely bullish because able to customize your game and play play a game is is really amazing man so let's um let's get more questions in um I see there's few people requesting, so let me just uh get you on board, and you can speak to the founder itself. All right. Let's first. Let's have a uh, Yo.
0: You, hello. Hey, man. Yeah. Hello. Hey. I'm here. It's clear, my phone?
2: Yeah. Do you have any uh, questions you want to ask?
0: Uh. Yep. Uh. I like, uh, for BF party, we know that your project has used for for game, and I've tried your. Your, your beta game and it's it's kind of hard, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Like my high score, I think is is for
1: around three minutes. Uh, <laughs> three <laughs> minutes, agree, is bro. good. I, I agree. Right. Wait 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 wait. L- let me let me reiterate. Three minutes is good. Okay, like <laughs> really, three minutes is like you're on the high end. You're like diamond. <laughs> you know, most people last around one to two minutes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Bro, I last uh below one minute. Oh. So
0: yeah, you're good. You're good.
1: <laughs> okay, and uh,
0: so after me, what are you going to do with your game? I mean, like for for your real game, and maybe uh, there's any reward for for players who maybe break the record or maybe other prize when they can finish like your games, and what the advantage for those people who don't like to play games but. Wanna hold uh, be a BF party?
1: Yeah. Um, I think complicated if you meant this and you're not interested in gaming, right? Because the main function of this entire project is a game. So I'm assuming if you meant it, it's like an investment choice, you know, right? Um. So for those people. I'm not sure what their investment philosophy is, what they look for when they invest into projects, right? But um, if you aren't into gaming, then this project by itself, by default, it's not going to bring you a lot of utility, right? Uh, It's not like I'm going to, you know... I'm not sure what utility is actually common in this space, to be honest. Most projects don't even have utility. Um, But yeah, like, this project is predominantly gaming. Um, The... I feel like the only utility it would bring you is if you enjoy the game. So if you don't enjoy the game, then it's purely, I think you're holding it purely off financial incentives, right? Um, yeah. And could you repeat like the first part of your question? Cause you kind of um, shot up a bunch of different remarks and I couldn't quite catch them all. <laughs> okay. Sorry, sorry. So
0: I'm sure me and like, uh... What are you going to do with your your official game, and
1: maybe will you
0: give uh, like a reward for players who maybe break the record of your game, or maybe the other prize when they can finish your game like that?
1: Mm. There would be achievements and leaderboards, but um the reward system for this game. If you're worrying about it being too hard, right, um. I don't have to reward winners, you know. I can reward people in a bunch of different ways. For example, if you do, um, let's say we have um, weekly or daily missions, right? You log in and you complete the daily missions. Maybe the daily mission is something very simple or like um, use blah, blah, blah item on another player within the Battle Royale game, you know, and then that's once that's ticked, you, you kind of win a roll at a reward or it's like play five games or, you know, or like... It maybe it doesn't even have to be you winning. It's like um, it could be something like place top ten, you know. So like the reward system can come in a bunch of different ways and doesn't necessarily have to be shoehorned into people winning a very, I guess like for some people they would consider this game quite hard to win at. You know, like you don't have to come top three in order for me to reward you as a player. You know, does that kind of answer your question?
0: Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I got gotcha.
2: you. Okay. okay. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for your question, Jer.
0: Yeah, thank you so much and can't wait for your official game. Thank you so much.
2: Sure. So, let's, let's get um the second one. We will have uh the law.
1: Yeah. Um so did you want me to talk about the law or
2: No, oh uh, no. Uh the guy's name is The Law. Oh,
1: uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man. Hello, hello. Uh, I'm a... uh, could you speak a little? Bit uh,
3: yeah. Uh, how about now. Yeah. Is... Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm really relieved. Uh, like uh, you 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 defined, uh Sir Bushido is a, a a avid gamer because yeah, I've been gaming my whole life as well, and it um uh, is it relieves me that something I'm investing in is uh guess the cent gamer as well. And yeah, uh, I'm just curious though. Uh, what's uh, what's your favorite genre of game? And in BFRT, like uh, you said that uh, it's like a bunch of mini games, and uh, uh, it will touch on different genres. What uh, what's the genre you're most excited to work on?
1: Um. Okay. Uh, my favorite, my favorite genre. It's kind of hard. Um, ooh. I, I can't give you like a favorite genre because I, I really like, I, I would say my main interests are FPS games and, um, FPS games or MOBAs. I really like League of Legends and I really like Apex Legends. Um, but I also like storytelling games like Destiny Two or like I thought *Elden Ring was fucking amazing as well. Um so it's hard for me to say if I have a favorite genre because I kind of play them all, right? Um I anything that is either competitive, right, or has some sort of competitive aspect to it, I enjoy right in the multiplayer competitive sense like i love playing ranked um and anything with really good story right like the story is consistent the characters are well written right instead of like being all over the place right um yeah i think those would be if any game does those two then i think it's something i would really enjoy um and as for bf party right um the idea is that we kind of make any type of game and everything, you know? Like, it doesn't have to be Battle Royale Arena. The idea, the underlying philosophy for BF Party is that it's simple to play and easy to access, right? So if a game is easy to learn and it's fun and if it's easily accessible, right, to people, like, then as long as they fit in that criteria, then I can make any kind of game. I can make a battle royale game like what I'm currently developing. I can make a racing game. I can make a puzzle game. I can make a mini shooter game. I can make a tower defense game, right? The idea is that I would stick to fundamental philosophies when I make these games, but not limit myself to any genre. I would hit every genre. So that means within the battle, within BF Party, you will always find a game that you and your friends can enjoy, you know? I don't have to shoehorn myself into one big thing, you know.
3: Yeah. Uh, the Mario Party I played with my cousins uh, when uh, the height of the Nintendo DS. Uh, it's really fun, especially the demo in the website. Uh, but I'm yeah, I'm really irritated by the quality five uh, Those are the ones that really <laughs> yeah. get me.
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, thanks a yeah. lot. Thanks.
3: I hope I really clutch it. Uh. Yeah. Thank- Thank you, Sir uh, and and PewCast for hosting this.
2: Sure thing, my man. So let's us get uh, one more questions from the crowd. We have. Uh, let me see. Oh, he didn't ask. So just now you said, "Uh, you you talk about you know the lore." Maybe we can end with you telling about the lore, and then we can hop over to the Kaiju Friends uh, AMA to have the game demo.
1: Yep, um so the lore I'm currently building I'm not currently like um the way I like s- telling a story isn't from like a main character's point of view at the start is you kind of build like the world first so kind of like the setting so if I was to say real life example let's say let's use Harry Potter as, as an example right Harry Potter is told through the lenses of Harry Potter and um it's told through how one character views the interactions of the world. But for me, I feel like if you want to build a really good universe, you need to start much bigger and broader and more vague. So kind of like you would start with, like, um, in relation to Harry Potter, um, you would start with building the muggles and how their society functions, and you build the wizarding side so you can better understand the reaction. Um Interactions between the two, and you would, um, explore more about, like, um, what magic is and why it came to be kind of thing. So, because, like, the one thing that I feel like most stories do is, um, they're very good at telling the journey of one character, but they're very bad at, um, making people part of, like, well, you know. So it's like, if you're really into Harry Potter, you don't even know what the fuck magic is, right? Like, why magic is the way it is and why, like, people can cast spells and why, like, you know, some people are born wizards and some people are not, you know, right? Like, the general bo- broader story telling isn't there. So it's very hard for you to kind of immerse yourself in that city, right? Most of the times when you like Harry Potter is because you like a character within Harry Potter. You're yeah. into the character, then you are tied to the world, you know? But, yep. like, I feel like if you're trying to develop like a metaverse story, right? Like the, the story of your universe, of your metaverse, you need to start at a much broader storytelling scenario than just one character's journey throughout the metaverse, you know? People need to kind of feel part of like the universe. They need to feel like they understand what the metaverse is about, right?
2: Yep. So yep. I, I totally get it because, you know, you, you will have, for example, um, your eight thousand NFT probably you have like you know six thousand seven thousand active players in in the world, and they have to fall in love in the world because the character is not like one main character like we watch in the movie, but actually the character is themselves in the world. So I think I think I believe that like you know when people talk about lore, it's always about they themselves uh finding the journey, having their own lore in the in the metaverse or the game that you build and it's uh, definitely a good perspective to have that as well and then you know that is where you know everybody plays a part in it and together they bring up the the project yeah okay so uh, there's somebody requesting so maybe we answer the last question let me get a crypto rabbit Crypto Rabbit, you there?
0: Hello. Hey. Oh yeah, I had my mic off. I didn't realize so now. <laughs> um, yeah. I actually have a couple of questions or a lot, but I don't know if you have time to answer them. Um. I'm. I would say I'm I'm pretty new to uh, this. I didn't even know that it was a game. I thought it was purely an NFT. Uh, I I own a Pixen, and I won a whitelist uh, from that server, and I joined. But I usually get pretty busy, so I don't have too much time to. I, I haven't had too much time to really investigate. Uh, so so I guess what what would you say to that someone like me that I Probably will never have friends to play the game. I didn't even know it was a game. Um, what, what would you tell me to keep me interested? I guess I would say, I thought it was, I just thought it was um, really NFT, and I haven't really had much more time to research. This so is all coming kind into of me. I feel like I kind of joined the space a little late.
1: Yeah, no, no problem. Um, I actually designed the game with. Sorry, could you mute your mic for one second? Yeah, like your yeah. I, yeah, like the driving past cars are like killing my ears. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I actually built BF Party with um people that don't have a lot of time in mind to be honest. So like, most of the games they run for a maximum of ten to fifteen minutes, right? So it's ten to fifteen minutes per match, you know. And this isn't a game that you would sink hours and hours and hours and hours on end in order to reach like an end game so you can finally start playing the game. This is just like kind of like Mario Kart. You kind of like if you and your friends or like if you and your partner or if you and your kids have time, you, you could just sit down and play a game for like 30 minutes and it would still be enjoyable for you, you know? And in real in relation to the NFT is if you own the NFT, you would generate um uh, in-game currency that allows you to purchase RNG boosters. So what I mean by that is if the only time you have to play games is because like let's say for example you work two jobs, you have a wife, you have two kids, you're you're a very busy man, right? Let's say that is your scenario. And you only have one hour every Sunday to play or one hour every Sunday for you to have kind of your own, your own alone time, right? Essentially that's when you can kind of use the RNG booster within that one hour to kind of earn rewards. So you would generate in-game currency and you would use that in-game currency to boost a chance to kind of like fudge the RNG of the game a bit, you know? So there is like, even if you are busy, right? And I understand that most people in life are fucking busy, so I kind of, like, had that in mind when I designed the game. So this is, like, kind of, like, a way for even if you are really busy to kind of just still enjoy the reward structure of the game. But you would have to enjoy gaming for any happen, right? So <laughs> if, if you're, like, I just fucking hate games, I'd rather go, like, have a cold one with the boys if I had an hour to spare, you know? And then by all means, then, like, I don't feel like this is the right project for you, right? Because this is predominantly, like, a gaming project.
0: Enjoying the podcast? Go to the PewCast Twitter page and subscribe to the newsletter. We'll write a summary that you can read in three to five minutes if you don't have time to tune in. Remember to click the notification button so you don't miss the next episode. All Things Rainbow. All All Things Rainbow.